Hello and welcome to Nutmeg Book Drops, Elementary Edition. This podcast is brought to you by Librarians Connect, a group of public and school librarians from throughout the state of Connecticut. Find us online at bit.ly slash librariansconnect. On each episode, we will be discussing one or more of the 2023 Elementary Nutmeg Book Award nominees. You can check these out from your local library. Hi, I'm Ann Poirier, school librarian at Moses Y. Beach Elementary School in Wallingford, Connecticut. On today's episode of Nutmeg Book Drops Elementary Edition, we will be interviewing Lauren Castillo, author and illustrator of Our Friend Hedgehog, The Story of Us, a 2023 elementary nutmeg nominee. This book is published by Random House Kids. Hi, Lauren, welcome. Hi, Anne. Hi, friends. Thanks so much for having me today. So yes, I'm Lauren Castillo. I'm, I'm talking to you guys from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And I wrote the, the early chapter book, Our Friend Hedgehog, The Story of Us, and some other picture books like Nana in the City and The Troublemaker. And yeah, some more to come. I'm Christina O'Neill here with you today. Also, I am the librarian at Longmeadow Elementary School, a pre-K to five school in Middlebury, Connecticut. Hi everyone, I'm Maureen Schlosser, a former school librarian and classroom educator. Lauren, our friend Hedgehog, The Story of Us, introduces readers to a delightful cast of characters. Mostly live animals, but one very important stuffed animal. Have they been inspired by any real-life pets or backyard critters that you know? (laughs) They certainly have. So uh, first and foremost, the character of Hedgehog is sort of representative of myself, and I'll talk about that a little bit later, but the hedgehog character is definitely me. And I have a good little little friend, uh, a best friend of mine's daughter, Afton, she inspired the character of Annika May, and some of the animals in the story, two of the animals, Beaver and Mole, are definitely the personalities of my two little dogs. They are part Chihuahua mixes, and one is Beaver, the more curmudgeon dog, and the other is the sweet dog Keiko, who, who is a little miniature dachshund chihuahua and the best friend of hedgehog in the story is muddy and that happens to be my childhood best friend stuffy slash stuffy who's also his name was muddy lay mutt was his name and i carried him around everywhere with me and so when i was working on this story i really wanted the best friend to also be that first best friend of mine as a kid so so yeah that's where some of the ideas for the characters came from Oh, that's wonderful. They are all truly delightful. Each character is so full of their unique personality, and the story really begs to be read out loud. Do you hear their voices as you write? And would you like to share any of those with our listeners? <laughs> so um, so this question scares me a little bit because I'm a terrible voice actor. So I love to hear other readers do the voices, like whether it's a librarian or a teacher uh, or a child reading the voices of the characters. And I definitely hear the voices in my head, but I don't do the voices myself because I'm, <laughs> I'm really like nervous about it. I, my, so I have a younger brother and he's the actor in the family. I, I do, I'm the artist and he's the actor. So he would be the one to do 
do the voice acting. But actually, I have some neat news. I just found out last week that our friend Hedgehog is going to be an audiobook. They're going to release it this fall. So we are on the hunt for the narrator, which will, well, she'll be like the Annika May character and she'll narrate the book. So I got to listen to, I think, five girls who are kind of trying out for that role of of uh, Annika May, which is really, really cool. So yes, while I don't do them on my own, I'm happy that others do and I get to to enjoy listening to to their voices. Lauren, this story is so full of adventure, mystery and friendship. Did you know how it would turn out when you began the story? I actually didn't. uh, I didn't know the direction it was headed. I started out with the, the character of Hedgehog and I knew that Hedgehog's friend would be muddy, but really like the story didn't develop immediately as it often does when I write a picture book. Cause, cause before chapter books, before this book, I was writing picture books and writing and illustrating. And so this is very different or was very different for me because I had this main character and, and her best friend, but I didn't know where the story was going to take me. So I kept drawing this character and was sort of patient waiting for her to kind of, you know, share some wisdom with me and figure out where I was going to take her and what type of story it would be. And then just as time went on, newer character, other characters started to develop. So I just kind of had a notebook with me at all times and I would jot things down and the pieces kind of came together very slowly. I was working on other projects while this project was sort of percolating in the background. So yeah, it was a very different process for me than than what is usually the case when I do a picture book. So yeah, kind of little by little. And then I think it took about three years for the first draft to kind of emerge. I think you have news for us today to share with the Nutmeg listeners. Yes. The exciting news is that I like once the book was written and I knew that it was, you know, a chapter book and that I had I developed all of these characters. I really wanted to follow them, follow those characters through new adventures. And I was hoping for more books to come and for it to be a series, which would be the first series that I've done. And so I worked on another book, the second story, and my editor was really excited about it. And this book is called Our Friend Hedgehog, A Place to Call Home. And this book is more about the meaning of family, the true meaning of family. So the first book is about like kind of branching out of your comfort zone. It's kind of about loss and like, you know, figuring out who you are and making new friends. And then this second book is about family. And there are some things that kind of uh, happen in Hedge Hollow. And there's a new person that appears in Hedge Hollow, which is the location of the story. And it prompts Hedgehog to kind of rethink like, or think about what family really means to her. So. So that's what the story is about. And I can read the back of of the book. It's a little, it's sort of the intro to the book. It says, families come in all shapes and sizes. Sometimes they are joined by birth and other times they are chosen. Hedgehog, Muddy, Mole, Owl, Beaver, Hen and Chicks, and me, Annika May. We may look different on the outside, but together we are like family. Together we are home. So, and um, this book I'm really excited about, uh, or I was really excited about making the art for because a lot of the story, it takes place in the fall. So when the, the leaves are falling and the colors are bright oranges and yellows, and then it transitions into winter. And winterscapes are some of my favorite things to paint. So yeah, I had a lot of fun making the art, the artwork for this second book. So 
And I'm hopeful that there'll be more in the series. But so far, like this second book, it'll be out in October, October 18th. And I can't wait to share it with readers. So Lauren, you were just talking about Hedge Hollow, the, the setting for this story. It is such a beautifully imagined place conceived in such thorough detail. How did you create this wonderful setting? Yeah, so I mentioned that I live in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and I moved here about six years ago now. And I live about two blocks from the Susquehanna River. So I can walk right to the river and often I'll take evening walks on the river. And so on the river, there, there's like the east shore as they call it and the west shore. And then in between on the river are these tiny little islands. And I, as I, when I first arrived here, I was walking, you know, along the river kind of thinking like, I wonder if they're like, what's going on on these little islands if there are like, you know, flocks of birds or creatures living there. And so my imagination kind of went wild. And I think that's where the initial drawings of Hedgehog and Muddy living on a teeny tiny island came from. And then the idea that, you know, there's sort of the bigger land that they that they end up traveling to and then they meet their, their uh, new character, the new characters slash new friends. So yeah, I think like that's where the idea for the location came from, just from my own surroundings. Often my ideas for books are, you know, what I'm seeing around me and or like a childhood memory. But yeah, either one, like it's definitely inspired by by what I'm taking in around me. And the other thing about the location is that I really love, especially when I was a kid, I loved books with maps where I could sort of, you know, I'll be reading about a part in the story and then I could flip back to the map and look at where these friends or characters are in the story at that time. And so, you know, Winnie the Pooh has has a map in it and The Wind in the Willows. And those are the types of old books that I loved, classic books I loved when I was a kid. And so I really, I knew that I wanted to, to create a map. Also for me, as I was kind of developing the story and kind of taking the reader from one location to the next, I wanted to be able to visualize it. And so I was going to draw a map anyway. So whether it got printed in the book or not, like the map was gonna be there for me. So fortunately we got to use them as the end papers, which is kind of neat. So, so yeah, that's kind of a little bit about the setting of the book. In the second book, uh, we are still in Hedge Hollow, but there's kind of some unexplored territory that the friends aren't aware of that we end up kind of traveling to in the second book. So the map actually expands a little bit as their world kind of grows. So so you'll see a lot of the same landmarks, but then you'll see like an addition for the second book. So Lauren, you are among the talented creators who write and illustrate your own work. I imagine this makes the process a bit different for you than those who only write or only illustrate. Can you tell us a little bit about how this book came together and do you start with the words, the sketches, or a bit of both? So I mentioned like this is this was the first chapter book that I worked on. So, and I, and I shared a little bit of how it came to be. So so yes, there was that initial drawing of that hedgehog, and that character just like I didn't know when I drew that character just sitting at home one evening watching TV that that would be become a book character. It was just a sketch that I did in in my notebook, and the character I I just would kind of subconsciously draw her again and sort of, and she evolved. She didn't look the way she looks in the book right away. She, she looked maybe more hedgehog, maybe more, a little bit more hedgehog-like <laughs> um, initially. Now she's kind of morphed into like hedgehog slash person. <laughs> 
But, uh, but yeah, it started with that and just keeping a notebook and jotting down, you know, ideas that I thought might work for a storyline. And ultimately what happened was I was transitioning. Like I had some big life transitions. I moved from New York City and I moved, helped move my brother cross country to California. And I wasn't sure where I was going to relocate ultimately. Like I sort of left New York after living there for 10 years. And, and so I, I was a little bit like, you know, I had left my community, my, my family or my friends there and even family that we have in New York. And, and so after I moved to California, helped my brother move to California, I ended up moving to Harrisburg because I had a good friend who lived in Harrisburg and said, you might want to try this city. You know, it's got a lot of artists and, you know, it's a cute little town. And so I moved to Harrisburg and then little by little, I started like my community like started to grow. I met friends through my friend who lived here and I met friends on my own. And like, it was sort of about me sort of branching out of my comfort zones and trying to make new friends. And so, so these kind of parallel with the story of Hedgehog in the first book, how she's, you know, it was, it was scary to move to a new place or to go to a new place, just like Hedgehog travels to, you know, outside of her island, but um, ultimately her life becomes richer because of all the new people that she meets or the new, in her case, uh, animals <laughs> and person um, that she meets along the way. So, so yeah, this, this is a long-winded answer, but just to, stay, to say again that like, you know, the life experiences that I had really like informed the story uh, for, of Hedgehog and, and, you know, even with the second book, just kind of pulling from life experiences to, to write the story. And with both picture book and chapter book now, I will, um, after the initial kind of character is developed and, you know, sketched out, once I have those visuals of the characters, I will sit down and I will, I will write the story and kind of put on my author hat and just focus on the words first. And then I'll sort of give myself, give my author self or take my author self will give my illustrator self like the story to illustrate. So I sort of work separately, like I'll do the writing first and then I'll do the illustrating. So and I think that's because when I started making books, I started illustrating for other authors. So the stories weren't stories that I wrote initially. And so so I would get an email with a story uh, attached, you know, just a, a Word document, for example, and I would have to sit down with that Word document and figure out how to turn it into a picture book. And so that's kind of what I do when I write and illustrate my own stories, is I will first get all the writing down, even if it's rough, and then I'll go back and I'll start to sketch it out. So, but yeah, it tends to be like that. For me, um, the the illustrating, because I went to school, I studied art and I didn't study writing. So the art side of things comes easier for me. But so I, I think time wise actually ends up being spent, you know, I, I think I, I'm spending longer time on the writing side of it. Even if it's a shorter text, I, it takes, you know, I'll go back and I'll, I'll re rework and I work with, you know, my editor who is really wonderful and she'll, you know, say well like maybe this area needs to be we, we need to put more focus on this area and you know this adventure they're having and and like beef that up and maybe this other thing is not as important and so she'll really ask good questions and get me thinking about you know what works best for the for the book that's wonderful yeah. because i know our nutmeg readers when they're writing their stories and drawing their illustrations they'll often ask their classmates for some advice to read mm -hmm. it feedback and so it's nice to hear that adults do that too 
Oh, yes. Yeah. And a lot of authors will have like critique groups where you'll share your stories with each other. And I do that sometimes with my my writer, my friends who are also authors. Lauren, I noticed in the book that um, Polaroid pictures play a key part in the story and each chapter opens with one. How did you decide to incorporate this into the story? We're wondering if you might also be a photographer like Annika May. <laughs> I am, yes, I am a wannabe photographer. I mean, I, I love taking pictures. I am always, like, friends are always making fun of me for all the photos I like to take when I'm out and about, especially like nature pictures. So yeah, it's it's been a passion of mine, I think, for a long time. But also my one of my best friends who was my college roommate, she was a photography major. And her daughter is actually was sort of the inspiration for, for Annika May. And she taught her daughter how to use, she, she really loved old cameras. And so Polaroids were one of the, the cameras that they went out and like would take what she called like little field trips. And they would go and she would teach her how to, you know, point and shoot and that sort of thing uh, with the camera. So, so I guess that was sort of between me loving photography and then like seeing her daughter kind of exploring you know, old Polaroid photography was, was kind of the inspiration for that. And I think Polaroids are really neat objects. And I thought it would, would be a fun kind of throwback to, to put those old Polaroid designs into the, uh, into the design of the book. It was a nice touch. Thank you for doing that. It was fun to see. Yeah. Our Nutmeg Elementary Book Award is for children in second and third grade. Can you tell us about yourself as a reader and artist at that time in your life? Yes. So in second and third grade, and also basically all through elementary school, I loved books. My mom would, I have fond memories of going to the library and taking out big stacks of picture books. But as I, and I loved picture books and I loved pouring over the art in picture books. But as I grew older and probably second and third grade, it was actually the time where transitioning to chapter books and like early novels was really difficult for me. I was a bit of a, like I had a bit of a um, hard time doing that transition and losing the, the artwork, which those pictures really helped me to learn to read. And I, so I thinking back, like when I, when um, I was beginning to write the, the first draft of Our Friend Hedgehog, I thought, well, wouldn't it be nice to write a book that has a lot of words, but also a lot of pictures where it really kind of bridges that gap between picture books and chapter books. And so for the kids that are, you know, they, they're ready to read chapter books, but you know, they might miss seeing the artwork in those chapter books, you know, even, even for those kids who can read, you know, who are reading big, thick novels, like you still might miss the artwork in books. And so I thought that was really important for those kids who were like me at that age that did struggle with the transition. And it would give them almost an extra feeling of accomplishment to read maybe 150 pages, um, but also get to look at color, you know, color paintings, artwork, because also in a lot of chapter books or novels, you might have some artwork, but usually it's black and white. And so it was you know, extra fun that I got to do full color art for this book. So yeah, I think looking back to second and third grade, that was that transition for me that was a little bit difficult because my reading, you know, wasn't as strong, but it was those types of books that had some art in them. Like, you know, even looking back like Charlotte's Web and like 
you know, I just really like hung on those on those pictures and um, they really helped me uh, through the stories. And, and I wanted to bring that to, to our friend Hedgehog. And I noticed that, just noticed this when you said that Hedgehog is based on you, right? Yes. <laughs> Did you say that? And then I was admiring your hair. Oh yes. And the all photo on the back jacket flap. So yes. readers might want to notice that the picture might remind them a little bit of a hedgehog. That was my hedgehawk, as we called it. <laughs> it lasted really for one cool. summer. Oh, thank you. I don't think I could pull it off anymore, but but yes, I had it for a brief time. <laughs> Lauren Castillo, it was so nice to talk with you today about your beautiful book, Our Friend Hedgehog, The Story of Us and nutmeg readers are really going to enjoy this one i can't wait to share it with them so thank you so much for your time today well thank you for having me and yes i hope i hope readers will enjoy it so i really appreciate it that's it for this week's episode of nutmeg book drops elementary edition you can find out more about our podcast at our website bit.ly slash librarians connect subscribe to our podcast be notified when the next episode drops. Thanks so much for listening.